You're listening to Bouncing Off the Ground with Bash and Bird. It's season two, it's week seven, and it's Fantasy League week seven. So after a week off, like our teams, we're back with a bang. Evening, Bash. I hear you're ready to return to uh, cricketing action in the very near future. Well, I think it's almost over. I think that's a little tad optimistic, Birdie, and I suspect your diagnosis is led by availability for the weekend ahead rather than Correct. any um, pastoral care dimension. But no, maybe the weekend after I've um, alerted the Sunday skipper to the possibility that I might um, fill your traditional role skulking around at first slip, telling everyone how injured you are. It's true, and it's uh, yeah, it'd be good to have you next to me. Excellent stuff. Good. A second slip or two, two first slips. Listen, we can one behind each other. It doesn't make any difference. Yeah, well, steady on, Adrian. Steady on. Um, Well, listen. After that bombshell start to the um, uh, the podcast, do you want to tell us what we're going to cover tonight, Adrian? I will indeed. Yeah, we've uh, we've got the fantasy sandwich that we had a couple of weeks ago with Fainty, and uh, we have a very special guest tonight. Don't we? That's a term we kind of bandy around a lot in terms of special. But we've got a very special guest this evening. They're all special, of course, but this was extra special. So we've got uh, special guests helping us draw the cup. Um, and then in the middle of it, we're going to talk to that individual about his uh, his achievements and his dreams and his uh, and his uh, fantasy 11s and things like that and sevens. And then we'll finish it off with uh, the usual fantasy roundup. Um, and that's uh, that's the plan for this evening. Yeah, excellent stuff. And we will um, be uh, announcing, or you'll be announcing, our first manager of the month. I will. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's been a while coming till we've had our first actual cash in the hand uh, manager, but this manager will receive money. They won't receive that money until the end of the season, of course, because obviously there's transfers going in, and the more transfers that come in, then the more the prize money is. So, uh, all I can say, Bash, is it's probably going to be around you know eight or nine pounds. Nothing to be sniffed at. No, excellent stuff, excellent stuff. Or as we like to say, four and a half transfers. Uh, that's, yeah, that's currency good as well. Absolutely it's, right. It's, I, almost I, a, it, yeah. it's almost a cryptocurrency in its own right. I can imagine <laughs> the, the market's <laughs> yeah, responding. I don't understand these things very well, but uh, that I do understand. I understand the uh, the, the transfer currency. Yeah. And our, our guest tonight, actually, just while we're waiting him to uh, just... just uh, for the makeup uh, just to be powdered before he arrives in the room is uh, he's been actually a a transfer king. He's I think he's probably made the most transfers and it's paying off for him. So uh, again, just as we're waiting for him to arrive, and I did put this on the uh, the WhatsApp earlier. Um, end of eight, end end of week eight, which is next week, the week coming. That's when players can uh, go up or they can go down, and there will be some changes. So uh, so as I say, uh, just as he's arrived, here he is, the uh, the transfer king. Over to you, Bash. Well, listen, um, thanks for that, Birdie, and um, welcome to tonight's guest. I know everyone's been waiting with bated breath to hear who it is. Um, hey, bouncing off the ground, welcome to George Waring. Hi, guys. Nice Evening, George. Evening. How are you doing, George? All right? No, I'm great, thanks. Excellent great. stuff. Excellent stuff. Well, listen, thanks for joining us. Birdie's just been going through a very quick uh, roundup of the uh, fantasy league position, and I think what we're going to do, first of all, is we're going to ask George... Um, to um, to help us draw the second round of the cup. Now, for those who listened to the first round draw, I think some people logged off thinking it's still going on. It did actually eventually finish at about ten past twelve in the morning. But um, but Bernie, do you want to take us through this? 
Yeah, I can do. Yeah, first, first to say, actually, actually, Bash, to I don't want to steal the uh, the show away from uh, the cup, but uh, two, it's a uh, it's quite a special time at the moment for two reasons. One is one is it's my wife's birthday today, um, and uh, and the other reason is uh, George. I I hear you've you recently got engaged, George. Uh, yeah, yeah, correct. Yeah, uh, yesterday morning. Yeah, well, decided that it's about time I uh, popped the indeed. question. Well, so, I mean, you're talking to two veterans here, you know. I mean, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm coming up to 20 years this year, and Bash, you must, you must have a couple of years on me. 20, 27 this year, Birdie. There we go. So, George, if you're doing well as us, you're not going far wrong, are you? Any tips? Any tips about how to make it work? <laughs> yeah, good. Um, well, I think, I think you find you, you towards, you know, towards the end, it's, uh, it's just, you know. Whatever, whatever, um, your good wife says, uh, kind of go yeah. really. That's that's you know, that's that's you know, I don't want to well, be sexist, really, but that's probably the best way. Pick your battles. Yeah. <laughs> well, listen, here's, here's, here's a topical one I might suggest is don't book yourself in to do a podcast at nine o'clock on the evening of your wife's birthday. <laughs> Possibly a good idea, but I, I've got all the numbers at my at my fingertips. Yeah, so we're, we're okay. She's got a, she's, we've got the sister in law staying, so that's the see the, the, the pressure's off me. So I'm all right. Excellent. Anyway, well, that's, that's the big that's, yeah. right now. That's that's that is uh, that's proper big news all around. So congratulations to to George and mm-hmm. um, and um, and we're also celebrating. We would have been celebrating our fiftieth anniversary day of the establishment of the club, and of course, typically. It's absolutely scorching day would have been perfect for it, but um, we'll hope for the same next year. So, Bertie, to take it away on the cup draw. Yeah, the cup draw, guys. Uh, we've gone through the prelim draw, so we've got 32 teams left in out of the 52, so we've lost 20. Same procedure as last time. So, Bash, remember, you've got 16 teams each. So, George, I think you're doing, you're calling the first 16 numbers, aren't you? 1 to 16. 16, yeah. Yeah, and Bash, you're going seventeen to thirty-two. So uh, I've got a list of the teams in front of me. Um, they're all randomised. I've got them all now listed, one to thirty-two, so I can pick them out easily. It has all been randomised, guys. So all you need to do is take it in turns, obviously, to go um, a number from your from your list in a random order, whatever order you want, and then verses, and then Bash will obviously do the uh, the second team, and I'll uh, I'll announce those teams as you name them. Okay. So same okay. as last time we did with Fainty, all worked like a dream. Um, away we go. So George, over to you for the first team, please. Okay, I'll start with my lucky number, 14. 14 is Ederson Volleys. Okay. We'll play number 27. And they will play number 27, which is Ipoke. So that's your first match. <laughs> I know who that is. Uh, number nine. Number nine, George Bash. That's you, the real big Bash. We'll play number thirty-one. And number thirty-one, guys, is they will play the extraordinary dragons. Okay. Number three. Number three is the Kingsley Seven Punjab. We'll play number twenty-one. Number twenty-one, they will. Play one of the highest scoring losers, I poke. No, sorry, horrid blokes. I do apologise. They will play horrid blokes. Okay, I'm going to go for number ten. Number ten, George. A, uh, I believe, a good friend of yours. This is uh, Philo's Wicket Men. We'll play number seventeen. And number seventeen, riding high in the league, is Farmers Seven. 
I will go for next for 13. Unlucky for some. 13 is Brendan Kangarupu. Play number 28. And they play number 28. George, this is one of yours. It's Waring's Wonders 1. Okay, interesting. Uh, I will go next to number 6. Uh, number 6 is the Beach Ball 12. Play number 18. And they will play Snicked Off 7. Oh, number 18. Uh, number 1. Number 1. Riding high in the league there, thereabouts each week. Cow cornered. Play number 22. And number 22. Again, another highest scoring loser from last time. Number 22 are Big Bad Beg. Number five. Number five is, again, always up there at the top of the league, is Seven Fine Legs. Play number 32. And number 32 is, it's uh, Waring's Wonders 2. Very creatively named, Waring Wonders 2. Very good. Um, our next I'll go for the number of the best English midfielder of his generation, Stephen Gerrard, number eight. Stephen Gerrard, number eight is the Chairman's Eleven. Play number 23. And number 23 is Firecrest Cricket Club. Number 16. Number 16 is Elite Forces. Play number 29. And number 29, these guys knocked me out of the cup in the prelim round. Craigos Kings. Number 7. Number 7, Yassin's 11. Play number 20. And number 20, Simo's squad. Number two. Number two. Start is Sixers. We'll play number 26. Number 26 is Got the Runs. Number 12. Number 12, Bangers and Smash. Play number 19. And number 19 is Hardik Pandya Bomb. Uh, number four. Number four is Chaz's Choppers. We'll play number 30. And that is Johnny's Giants. Number 15. Number 15 is the Not-So-Secret 7. We'll play number 24. And they will play 24, which is, again, high up in the league, Jimmy Cricket. I think it's all gone to plan, the last one, number 11. Number 11. All right, Bash, I hope you've got one number left. I have, after having no numbers left last time, that's, we'll play number 25. All right, they are the Roaster Coasters, and they will play Harry's Heroes, number 25. So I believe that's 16 matches. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16. Well done, gentlemen. We have 16 games, and those games will be played uh, all the matches this week will count towards uh, those cup points. 
um, and uh, then we'll have the uh, next round probably later this month. So, uh, excellent, excellent job, guys. Thank you very much. Indeed. Okay, and and keyboard sounds in the background there, just to give it that kind of grandstand teletext yeah, feel. Absolutely, to the <laughs> absolutely right. Yeah. <laughs> so, listen, we'll uh, we'll hand over to you, buddy, for this next section. We're going to spend a little bit of time talking to George. We've been getting guests and talking to them about various things, including their favourite cricketers who'd be in their fantasy teams with different formats. So, um, are you going to take it away, Adrian? Um, I can do, yes, I can do, Bash. Um, it's uh, the, the first one, I guess we're, we're interested in uh, in, in George's uh, um, favourite footballers, I guess, of all time, aren't we? That's what we want to hear from George. What, as he was growing up, what are his, his favourite footy players? They're all footy players. Well, I grew up as a Liverpool fan. Um, and Matt was my era. First, first good team, really, that... Was the uh, the treble winning team of like two thousand two thousand one? Uh, so we've got Michael Owen was my hero growing up. Once we got Michael Owen, obviously as I grew and lost speed, that uh, comparison became the complete opposite of what I am as a footballer. But uh, Michael Owen, I loved him. Um, Thierry Henry, he had the special touch, didn't he? Um, loved Henry. That's why I was number fourteen. Um, and of course, I've mentioned him already, but uh, Stevie G, um, unbelievable. We used to go on the field and me and uh, shout out to Owen Rollins, uh, recreate Stevie G's moments for Liverpool. Um, I'm trying to think away from Liverpool, favourite footballers, you've got your obvious ones of Messi and uh, Ronaldo and co. Uh, but probably a real appreciation for Wayne Rooney, to be honest. I thought Rooney was special. I know he gets a bit of stick, I think, for not quite living up to the heights people thought he might, but I think he did all right. And for me, he was right up there, I think. Have you got a goalie on your list, George? A goalie? Oh, no, a striker. I don't, I don't, I don't like keepers. Uh, but if I had to pick one, <laughs> has to be Alisson, wouldn't it? He scores the goals as well, keeps them out. So... Uh, He's, he's probably the best one I've seen at Liverpool since I've been, uh, been alive, I think, to be fair to him. So, uh, Alisson has to be my favourite keeper. Good stuff. You know, I, I actually, um, I don't know about uh, you, Bashir Footmans, I actually uh, taught um, two, actually. I taught Earl Barrett once for, uh, for uh, a few months and also Derek Mountford I taught as well. So, Earl Barrett played for Wimbledon, didn't he? He also played for uh, Villa, yeah. If I'm thinking correctly, I think uh, did he play for England? I think he did. Point. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he coached me at Stoke. Did he really? Mm. Very briefly. Yeah. yeah. No, they uh, when they finished but... their careers, though, so towards the end of their careers, they uh, they did a degree. So yeah, Portlaoise for a while. So not, nice guys. Yeah, very good. Yeah, lovely. Top man. So one of the things we've been asking people about their fantasy kind of cricket teams is um, things like um, you know who would you have going out to bat for you if your life depended on stuff like that so just so out of all the players you've admired football wise who if you had someone had to put in an absolutely massive performance for you and um, and it was kind of the stakes were really high who's the one you would pick out of out of the people who you've sort of grown up watching and and enjoying who I pick who are the two well the two jump out to me the first one would be Gerard because he always seems to turn up in finals didn't he you think of the FA Cup in uh, Istanbul. I think he scored, he scored one in the League Cup final against Man United as well. Um, he's the one to be Ronaldo, isn't he? Ronaldo seems to be a man that 
likes of the occasion. He scored some important goals. Number one for me would be Gerard. I mean, he's the he's been my idol. He's the main man. So, um, fun fact that I actually proposed on his birthday. I didn't know that was the fact, but uh, yeah, proposed on his birthday. So uh, some things uh, coincidental. Yeah. Well, and what sort of what sort of cricketer would you think he would be? So, because we're going to talk a little bit about people who've sort of excelled in two or three different sports. What sort of player would you imagine Stevie G to be if he turned up? Um, for the Sundays on Sunday, <laughs> what do I think he'd be? I think he'd uh, he'd bat aggressively. I think there'd be some big shots, some pretty shots, some big drives. Uh, I'd like to think he'd uh, he'd come in with some 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 pace down the hill, in your face yes. kind of pace down the hill, a bit of aggression to that as well. Because he was a bit of an in your face footballer, really. When he liked to tackle. So yeah, I'd like to think he'd uh, he'd play aggressive, a bit of a yeah, yeah, be kind of like an Aussie opener, like hey, yeah. possibly that sort of player, and um, and perhaps as a bowler, he might be a bit of a sort of a well, I'm trying to think of eras here, a bit of a kind of a um, um, like a Murph Hughes maybe. Yeah, I can't see him coming in and nerdling singles. That's for sure. I think he's he's coming around looking for some pretty shots and some boundaries. To be honest, and. Uh... What just before we go on to the uh, the mixed sports bash, I got, got a question actually because obviously, obviously George, I remember your kind of early Kingsley uh, days when you, mm. when you were playing ones. I think it was kind of Pete Pierce kind of brought you into the team in the early days, didn't he? And that was probably going back you know seven eight years. Yeah. So you yeah. you've now come. You and Fainty came back in you know this season, which is which is great. What uh, what what were the kind of major differences that you, obviously other than other than we got rid of a lot of old blokes and, and, and new young guys in? What were the, what were the major differences in the club that you you've seen standard wise? You know, kind of. I think, changed? I think cricket on the whole, the attitude towards batting has definitely changed. Mm. I think uh, with a lot more concentration on um, shorter formats of the game, like you, you can see the intent that Stoddy wants to score in and looking to looking to score runs and run a ball and put pressure on the to, to on the fielders and look for quick singles and keep strike rotating and boundary shots. I think it was a bit more, um, you, you batted your overs, you really made sure you dug in, you got you got set, and if you scored 50 off 100, we'd be happy with it, but yeah. I think maybe back in the day. Yeah. Um, I think now it's looked like, if you get into 50, you want to be doing it in around about 60, 70 balls max, and if you can do it quicker than that, like a, a, a 50 or 50, then that'd be ideal. I think nowadays there seems to be more... Uh, Intent in the batting, to be honest. Yeah, um, yeah. I, 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 I think I, that's absolutely right. I think I think that's been a long-term trend. Actually, I think yeah, it's become more of a batting game with better practice facilities. You know, yeah. it, I mean, there was a time when a, a lot of grounds wouldn't have had covers and all of that sort of stuff. I think that definitely has, um, you know, and and going back, a lot of clubs didn't have kind of bowling machines and things like that, so it was harder for people to sort of rack up hours in the in the net. So it's become more of a batsman's game. I think that's right. And I think the move from sort of attritional to um, aggressive cricket is definitely, yeah. um, definitely something you see more widely. And that is, that is a sort of trickle down from the top, I think. Yeah. And we are, you know, let's say the, the, the club's as high as it's been kind of in league positions. So it's working well, but yeah, I totally agree. That's uh, that's, that's, that's a change and a kind of really positive change, I think as well. Yeah. A young man's game. Yeah, defo. Yeah. Although- a young team. Isn't it? It's a young team, but that's not to say that uh, any disrespect to the uh, first teams of eras gone by, because I know that 
Uh, the likes of Butch, and I think I think Butch maybe was the first captain I played under for the first team. They sneaked a couple under Butch's reign. Okay. Did, yeah, did yeah. KO have a captain for a little bit? Or I got yeah, he did. He did. He did two. St- Kieran did two stints. Um, maybe one after Butch. One I remember Kieran. Kieran used to take me to a couple of the games. It's weird now seeing. I coached yeah. Kieran's young lad the other day. It's weird thinking. Yeah. Yeah, Kieran used to take me. Um, but there's some proper cricketers back then. That's not. That's not disrespect. Yeah. The uh, era's gone by. Nice, is, uh, nice to hear. But we we certainly played it at a more sedate pace, without a doubt. <laughs> yeah, that, that's definitely. And definitely, I think that the the fielding is something that's got um, got better as well. I mean, the notion that you would actually, you know, practice your fielding. You know, you might go and have a net and have, turn your arm over and that sort of thing. But the notion of practicing your fielding. But that that's inter- that's interesting, George. On the on the changes. So, but listen, just before we kind of get back into fantasy action, one of the things we were just thinking about was obviously, George, your um you're um you're known for your footballing exploits um a little bit more than more than your your, your cricketing ones and mm-hmm. i was just trying to think of a sort of fantasy seven team that had people who'd sort of had a bit of success at both sports and um i i've got my seven i've put together on this and i was going to ask ask a couple of kind of um kind of quiz questions on these to see in particular, Bird, if you kind of recognise any of these names, I've got a killer general knowledge question. So I thought about All right. two two batters who've um, who've um, excelled in different sports. So the first one I put down, it's very topical with the name of the tournament they're playing today, Rachel Hay-Hoflint. So she was a, she's one of my batters and she kept goal for England at hockey. Hockey, yeah. She was so hockey quite player. successful. Yeah. Okay. So uh, here's one everyone should know what the other sport this person excelled at. So my second batsman is Saviv. So either of you know what Saviv's other sporting achievement was? I can guess, but go on. Do you have any idea, George? I'm not sure. No, I'm not sure. Because of his nick, I'm going because of his nickname bash, um, which was uh, which was uh, Smoking Joe. So was he a boxer as well? No, no. He oh. played. He played a. World Cup football qualifier for Antigua, well, and, and it's quite so. So, so looking into this, one of the things you notice is there's quite a lot of people, particularly the batsmen, who excel at different things. So you can pick loads of. Dennis Compton was the most famous one, famous yeah. England batsman. He won the league and the cup with Arsenal just yeah. after the just after the war. There's quite a few of those on the all rounders. Here's another question for you then. So. I've got my all-rounders are Flintoff. So, what was Flintoff's other professional sport? Paddling. Uh, he was um, he was chess player, wasn't he? Oh yeah, well, he was I've a good chess that. player. He was that, a good yeah. chess player, but he, he had a pro boxing license. He had one fight. Yes, he did. Oh, was that why he got into it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was after he yeah. finished, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. it was after he finished. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. okay. And and the, and it is another killer question then. So so in both of he's my second all rounder in my fantasy seven. He's yes, easy one, George. Remember that far back? I thought I thought both of them played football, but he did. Yeah, wrong. he did. He yeah. played. He had a Some few point. games for for Scunthorpe. Yeah. yeah. So so it was easy, relatively easy for all rounds of batters. It's really quite multi sport stars. So I've got I've cheated a little bit. So I've gone for Elise Perry, the Australian all rounder. She bowls a lot. And she played, she's also played soccer. She played football for Australia. So she's a sort of dual, dual international. So here, and you've answered my question earlier on. Here's my bowler who's done something else, whether this counts or not. So Yuzbendra Chahal, the Indian leg spinner, plays in the IPL. 
What yeah. else did he represent India at? Uh, I'm guessing tennis. squash. No chess. Chess. That does that count? Yes. Yeah, well, I said it. Yeah, it counts. But it counts. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Okay. And then I've got, I've got a bowler, but go on, keep going. Go on, then go with your bowler, then, Birdie. Um, I saw this guy bowl, um, and uh, in uh, 1982 at Western Super Mare, a guy called Alan Ramage, um, and he bowled for Yorkshire, and also he played he played uh, professional football for Derby County. There you go. Right. Well, there was a few in those days when the seasons didn't overlap yeah, there was. so much. Yeah. So, I know. So, I know so, Gary Neville was a very good cricketer, wasn't he? Him yeah, and he Phil was, are both yeah. very good. Isn't yeah, there something yeah. like Neville scored a hundred playing with Hayden or Lango or something? Yeah, that that's game. right. I think I think it was with Matthew Hayden in the um, yeah. and he and he wasn't able to tell his club he was playing because yeah. they banned they banned players from doing other stuff like that, and it appeared in the local paper with him, you know, yeah. and photographed at the ground. So I think that ended his cricketing career actually. Yeah, there was a few in that era. Another guy who played for England in the seventies, Chris Balderstone. I think he he played uh, professional football as well as uh, as professional cricket for Leicester as well. So there was a few around. But and I think I think he played cricket during the day and went to play a, a football yes, league match in the evening once. Yes, he did. Yeah, and then he so, went back and played cricket the next day. Yeah, correct. So here's. <laughs> Here's my here's my final person, Birdie. Here's my wiki. Right. Can you think of any wiki keepers who've excelled in other sports? Um, the only one I'm thinking of is South African. Um, I can't think of his name now. The famous South African uh, guy who uh, kept wicket, but obviously the, the 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 very very good batsman. Who am I thinking about? De Villiers. Yes, of course, De Villiers. Yeah. Yeah. So he was. I think he was a very good hockey player and stuff like that. So the person I've dug out for us, and this and, and this is absolute. This name is absolute match report gold. So our first team reporter would be absolutely over the moon if, if someone with this sort of name showed up. My wicketkeeper is Betty Snowball. <laughs> right? <laughs> well found. Yes. Listen, she was she was the England women's wicketkeeper between 1934 and 1949, <laughs> right? Good she she held the she held the individual women's test highest score record. And she went on to play lacrosse and represented Scotland at that and at squash. So she Very was good. the. So, so actually, I thought I would have heard of her before. So she certainly deserves a place in our in our multi sport fantasy seven. But amazed that we've not heard uh, more about us. But imagine imagine the match reports with that as a surname. Mike have Mike have a field though. He would absolutely. Well, I don't. I, I think, in fairness to Mike, I don't think he needs many clues to turn it into a bit of a masterpiece. But I mean, that yeah. would be pretty good. And of course, he's certainly written your name in a sharpie into club folklore, hasn't he, George? <laughs> yeah, another nickname. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, anyway, listen, we, we, I'm I'm um, I'm I'm dragging events on a little bit by witching on about my own bits of. Um, a bit of multi-sport cricket research there. So, Birdie, why not? Why don't we go back to you to um, to um, keep? Because everyone will be desperate to find out what the latest on the fantasy league is. So, why don't you take us away for the last bit of today? Yeah, I will do. Yeah, stick with us, George. Um, yeah, but I will. Yeah, I will yeah. do, guys. Yeah. And uh, um, I'll do. I'll do manager of the month right at the end. Um, and I'll whiz through the other stuff because that's obviously the, the special thing uh, at the end. But let's just do the league first of all. Uh, we've got seven fine legs at the top, 2,286 points, then Jiminy Cricket, then Farmer seven. Um, you guys, because uh, you're on, uh, let's have a big bash, the real big bash. You're in 11th bash and uh, WW2. 
I'm not sure where one is. Oh, yeah, they're, they're close by. Thir you're in 13th uh, with two, George, and you're, you're uh, Waring's Wonders one or in 15th. So you're there. You're both there, thereabouts. Striking distance, yeah. Yeah, absolutely yeah, right. Absolutely. You're straddling. Uh, Waring's Wonders are straddling uh, Ainsworth, Cork, T. Mullins, Bald D. Wilson in 14th place, and he was top once. So uh, there's uh, everything to play for there. Let's move on to the team of the week. Uh, let's have a look at that. Um, and the team of the week this week if I just get back here we go so team of the week if you had money to burn um, and therefore your batsman would have been Andrew Ainsworth first team of the week and uh, Harris Yassin um, and they're both nine million and uh, the all-rounders would have been Stoddy Stoddy's now coming into his own he is on 920 points now so those people out there who thought I'd overpriced him um, uh, he's now uh, reaping all the games and the, he's starting to play well. Um, the other batsman would, the other all-rounder, sorry, would be Chaz, 10, 10 million man. Your bowlers would be Tommy Waring, um, brother of George and Harry, and uh, he's now starting to play and he's starting to play well. And the other bowler would be, no surprise, Martin Jenks. You put that lot together with the keeper. The keeper is Matty Dunning this week. That lot would cost you 73 million and score you 710 points. But of course, you can't have 73 million. You've got to stick to your 45. So we have to get rid of both of our all-rounders. And in instead comes Jason Taylor. Jason's having a good couple of weeks. And Trav Martin. Trav had a good game for the Knights, personally. Um, we didn't win that one, but he had a good game, personally. Um, the batsman, Harris, can stay in. Um, Kingsley Warman, I'm afraid, has to replace Andrew Ainsworth, uh, your bowlers can also stay in. Tommy Waring can stay in. Jenksy can stay in. But we've got to lose Matty Dunning as the keeper to keep us within budget. Jules comes in, 6 million, 20 points. You put that lot together, that's 44 million. And that could have scored you 521 points. OK, moving on to the big news. The, uh, the manager of the month for May. So there's all the points for the May games totted up. I'll do them in reverse order. So in third place, manager of the month, we have seven fine legs on 1,461 points. In second place, we have Philo's Wicket Men on 1,481 points. Shout out, Baldy. Uh, indeed. And uh, the manager of the month, and we'll tell them what we're going to do with this uh, award in a minute, Bash, is on 1,542 points. We've got Farmers 7. So Farmers 7 are the manager of the month for May, and they're currently also in third position in the league. So, Bash, are you going to tell the, uh, the listeners what we're going to do with the... Uh, so, with so we... Well, I, I need to just check whether or not you're comfortable with this, Adrian, because obviously you're the International Executive Director of KCC Fantasy Cricket. But we have got some Correct. Manager of the Month certificates. And um, when people get their certificate, if they're happy to do a selfie with it and let us have it, they'll then be eligible for one of our Manager of the Month KCC Fantasy mugs. Wow. Yeah. Money can't buy memorabilia. No. no. Well, I don't think we've got them yet, Bash. So, but no, we, well, they're, they're in the kiln. <laughs> they're in the kiln somewhere in Stoke. 
No, we are, we are, we are, we are getting them, Birdie. Don't worry about that. Good absolute, stuff. absolute. Um, they'll, be, they'll be on the Antiques Roadshow in about fifty years' right. time. Good stuff. And I guess, I guess, if they really want to withhold their identity, they can, they can kind of put a mask on, a bit like, a bit like the masked singer or the masked dancer. We could have the masked manager. Or, or, or they could just, yeah. Or, or while they're shopping in the supermarket. Yeah, that'll do. Yeah, fine. So if you don't have to reveal yourself, but uh, if you do, yeah, but they are, you know, they'll obviously go, uh, they'll go viral. Well, I'm thinking actually now we've got George on. We're, I guess one of the reasons we got George on Bash is to kind of piggyback on his social media to get a few more followers. So, <laughs> so hopefully we, you know, we could we could go big, Bash. Could we? Listen, we've got we've got 25, 26 people listening to this every week, Birdie. We don't need any help. <laughs> okay, good stuff. Okay, so are we are we are we done for this week, gents? Yeah, I think so. Yes, I think so. I think I've done all the fancy roundup, so uh, good stuff. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so we've got a, quite a few games coming up over the next few weeks. Uh, over the next week, and um, I think we had a week off last week. We had a few complaints from people about missing out on their lockdown routine being disrupted by not having the podcast to listen to. We're going to try and do a few more things that um, uh, go back and reflect a little bit on the club being fifty years old because we've not been able to celebrate that quite the way that we would have wanted to. But a big thanks to George for spending some time with us um, no tonight. Um, we'll uh, be back with you in a week's time with the um, outcome of the Cup yeah, and more Fantasy League news from Birdie. So, good night, everyone. Take care. Good night. Good night.